Hey guys, what's up? Today uh, we're talking about Pet Cemetery 2. Early 90s, this movie came around 1992, I would say. It's pretty much like maybe two years later from the first Pet Cemetery. And I, I heard rumors that there are people who try and error towards this movie. Some people felt like this was like a music video instead of a movie, you know. But I actually enjoyed this movie, you know, it wasn't bad. And um, same thing, you know. No, I think I the first movie I saw from HBO. The second movie, I think I just rented it on video cassette, if I'm, if I'm corrected. That's a long time ago. I liked the first Pet Cemetery. I would say this probably the second time I actually saw this movie, you know? So anyway, let's get to the point. Um, the movie's about Edward Fulong's character, who's the son of his of his mom. He has a mother who's a famous actress. In the beginning, shows his mom died in the, in the movie studio accident with the fire accident, the water, the electricity, you know? And she's dead. They buried her, and the father and the—I mean, the the father and the son, excuse me—moved to a moved to a new town, you know. And the town is where the first family came from, you know, from the first movie. And let me just say, they do mention story-wise, like telling the story of of the first family, of what happened, what was going on. So it's like the, it's not like the second movie trying to forget that, you know. So it's like really a continuation. Um. So, the boy's kind of like, he's a little bit rebellious against his dad, um, he'd be picked on school by this bully, um, later on, as the movie developed, um, his best friend in the movie, his father's pretty abusive, his stepdad, and his stepdad kind of killed his dog, and that's when he tells his friend, and if it's character, hey, I need you to, can you call me to bury my dog? And once he buries his dog, the dog's come, coming back from the grave. Um, Zowie the, I think yeah, Zowie the dog, and, um, later on, as the movie progressed, the kids decided to hang out for Halloween at the cemetery, at the pet cemetery, you know, not at, at the cemetery, excuse me, and the abusive father talked to his, his woman, who's having to be the kid's mom, um, where's, um, where's he at? So he found that his, his stepson's at the cemetery, he's, he beat him up. Anybody hit him with a cross, and his, his dead dog Zowie comes in and saves him by buying the step stepdad in his neck. And then the boy and Edward Furlong's character decide, okay, let's bury let's bury him too. And then he comes back from the grave, and um, he starts getting violent towards his towards his um woman, and um, getting, he's just getting violent with his, with his rabbit collection, skinning them. And, like, the two kids, like, they look at him, like, they don't find it kind of weird or something. They just sit, sit right next to him and say, yo, this guy's dead. I mean, I know he's dead, but it's, this is kind of going far-fetched, you know? And, um, as for the father, he sends, like, a blood sample to, of the dead dog to another doctor. And he's saying that that dog is dead. And, he's, and, the, and Anthony Edward, who plays the father of Edward Flong's character, he, he thought it was, like, that's impossible. And then... He went to see the original doctor. They sent the, sent a dead blood sample to the same doctor before that, and he started mentioning about the Creek family. That he he did that. He sent a blood sample with a cat that happens to be dead, named Church, which Church was the cat from the first movie. And um, you know, that's why at the end was characters like wondering like what the hell is going on. Um, later on, Edward Furlong's characters like. While, while the, oh, let me fast forward, while the stepdad of the best friend of Edward Furlong's character 
he's going after his stepson while he saw um while the stepson saw his stepdad killed what killed the bully with the motorcycle and um then the stepdad's chasing his stepson and the stepson comes out to his mom say let's drive out he's crazy he's gonna kill me and they they driving off while the stepdad's ch chasing his wife and his stepson and he killed both of them in a car accident and later on in the movie um Edward Furlong's character is wearing a suit he's not telling his dad that I'm, I'm gonna bring like pretty much his, mo his mom back to life there's a way of doing it and Anthony Earl's character who's the father of Edward Furlong's character it's like he wants him to like shut up you know he's pretty much talking nonsense um later on in the movie Edward Furlong's walking to the to the pet cemetery where he sees the step the stepfather, the sheriff of the of his best friend, dug up his mom's grave, and he has to dig up his mom's mom's body to the pet cemetery because you gotta dig your own. And once he did that, he, he goes back to the house. At the Edward's character, finds out about, about that his his wife, who was buried in the graveyard, got dug up by the sheriff, and he went to the sheriff's house, and then they had, ended up having a conflict. They fought, and once once at the Edward's character survived that, he walks out. You know. And then he goes back to his house. Meanwhile, before that, the the babysitter or the housekeeper of the house end up trying to look like the, the Edward Fulham's character's mom with the dress, trying to look like her. And then the mom act finally, the real mother finally raised her from the grave and killed the babysitter or the housekeeper, killed her. And Edward Fulham notes that, but he didn't have no reaction, you know. And then then the father comes face to face with. His dead wife, and he so he was like shocked by seeing her, um, while the mother, while the the dead mother, of the prolonged character, is gonna talk to her husband one on one. Once he was about to open the door, the bully that the sheriff killed came back to life because the sheriff buried him also, and he's gonna fight Edward prolonged character one on one. Like him and the bully was fighting the dead bully, and then, then Edward prolonged character defeated the bully, and then. Edward Fulham's character finally realized, you know what, he finally waking up, like, you know, this is so wrong, what, what, what's, what the hell is going on? And he, and he set the house on fire, pretty much, the father and the son. Other way, walked out while the mother's, like, dying from the fire, and they left. And at the end of the movie, they decided to start the life over again by leaving the town, you know. So, all in all, Pet Cemetery 2 was, was good, it was enjoyable. I liked the first one, I liked the second one, um, even though the second one has mixed reactions. And also, there have been rumors of maybe a possible remake for for this movie. Um, I don't know if people will be happy about that. To me, I don't find it like a, I don't find it like no problem at all. If they want to remake it for a newer generation, I'm all for it. Anyway, peace, guys. See you later. Hey guys, what's up? Today we talk we talk about the movie Pet Cemetery. Um, it's been a long time I saw this movie. I mean, I think this is probably actually the second time I'm seeing it. But I remember seeing the movie for the first time. It was like. It was good to me. I know I did enjoy it, and um, I remember now. I just remember that Fred Gwynn, who played Homie Monster, is in this movie. He played like the neighbor across the street, you know. Um, the movie is about this family moving into this house, you know. The doctor, his wife, his two kids, one daughter, one son, and um, you know, they're just getting along, you know, enjoying themselves like family does, family bonding. And but that damn kid, man, stay off the fucking road, man. Shit. Twice already. And you know the road is dangerous, like the car that was passing by. Um, they meet up with their neighbor Fred Gwynn, the character Fred Gwynn. I think he's 
his name is Judd in the movie. And, um, you know, and then later on, they see the father of the family bond with Judd and start talking. And Judd tells him about this thing across the street called, like, I mean, there's, there's some stuff by the pathway called Pet Cemetery. It's like a pet cemetery. And he walked his family over, walked the doctor's family with him to, to show him around the pet cemetery. I'll be like, I'll be like, my mom, what the fuck? Would I want to go and see a pet cemetery with my family? You know? But don't get me wrong, the movie was good. It was good. But still, you know, it makes you wonder. Like, hmm, I'm going to take my wife and kids and we're going to go on a tour around a pet cemetery. That's like, like, that's like showing them a tour around the haunted house that is highly infested with demons and ghosts constantly. Hey, you want to see this haunted house that kills people every time you walk in it? Come on, come with me. But anyway, they show them around the cemetery, the pet cemetery, and when they got back, as the movie progressed, the family went on vacation, the father stays behind, and a cat, the cat died, the family cat died, and then later on, Fred Gwynn and Fred Gwynn's cat of Judd and the father decided to go up to the pet to bury the cat, cat comes back to life, and um, the family comes home, and you know, I want to like, talk way too much about it, but you know, you got scenes with this ghost, and one of the scenes, see, the father's a doctor, he was trying to save a patient from a Car, um, car accident, and the patient died, and the patient becomes a ghost, and the ghost of the, you know, the ghost, be one like the slogan of her dreams, or in the, one of the family, and even he even helped the family out, he even tried to tell the father, don't you do it, don't be, don't be, don't, don't go around, don't go on that road again, you know, burying someone, but besides, like I said, the cat was alive, the cat didn't kill nobody, except the cat just scratched the father's face, and the cat is dead, the father knew the cat is dead, or the cat is just hanging around the family like, like the family thinks it's still alive, but the dad knows the truth that the cat is dead, except for the family, just laying in the house, do you think the cat go violent, as the movie progressed, this time you got the boy actually across the street, when they're having a picnic, a car hit the boy, yes, the car hit the fucking little boy, sorry about that, I didn't mean to say it like that, but, you know, you know the roads are dangerous, the, the kid is flying the kite, and the, the kite was like, like about to fly off, you know, like it was just flying around while the ropes just fell down the ground rolling. And the kid old boy is chasing, chasing, chasing the kite. And, and you know, the mom saying, like, don't let him near the road, like something like that. And the father's chasing the kid. And, you know, it's like, it's like in my mind, it's like, oh, fuck, man, it's common sense, man. Like, open street, open road, constantly cars coming by, you know. Like, okay, well, in this case, a car that constantly called that come by, but pretend this was the highway. I mean, would you let your kid walk around? Come on, seriously, would you take that chance? And, um, they have a funeral for the kid. There was a family scruffle between the wife's father and the husband. And, um, when we progressed, the father felt bad about himself. Um, he, then he started talking to Judd, and Judd, like, he realized that I feel like I know what he's going to do. You can't, you can't bury the dead. There was one scene where we were telling the story that, that actually some guy in World War, like around World War II, he actually buried his son in that pet cemetery. So there was a human body that had been buried. And even his character, when he was young, he buried a dog that came back to life. So even with those warnings, you know, with those stories that he was told to, he still didn't listen, you know. And um, he decided to bury his son. And bad boom, you know, everything gets fucked up again. He didn't listen. So he comes back from the grave. And, um, he picks up his dad's scaffold knife, 
and he's like he's going after Judge Calder. He's gonna kill him. Later on, the wife and his the wife and the daughter went to a trip, staying with the mom, with her mom and dad, you know. And then the ghost of Pacquiao start warning the daughter, and the little Pacquiao start warning the mother. And the mother side, you know, I'm the lucky go I don't was going on. What is my husband doing? Then big mistake, you know, out of the way, a lose lose situation, right? She goes back to back home, leaving her daughter with her parents. And um, while she's going back to visit her husband, to visit her husband to find out what's going on, she heard heard about her sister voice. Because when the story, her sister died when she was younger. You know, you'll see in the if you see this movie, you'll see the story what I'm talking about. But anyway, but see that's the thing about this movie. Let me just say it also had good character development too for a horror movie for this caliber. It was pretty good. Of course, it's a Stephen King movie. I mean, come on. Um, let me just say one more thing. I didn't. I never read this Pet Cemetery book. I never did. But um. So I don't know too much about the book. If the book and the movie are the same, I'm not sure. But hey, what? Well, forgive me for that. But anyway, while the wife was going to the house of her neighbor Judd, she actually saw um her son, and that's another thing. That's another moment I've been wondering. I'm like, you know, your son's dead, right? I mean, where's your mentality? You know, I'm like, and the son is walking all cute with the hat and cane, like he's pimping and shit. Like, mommy, look what I got you. <laughs> Showing the scalpel, and it's pretty obvious he killed his own mother, you know. Um, the father wakes up, and he knows that footprints of his, his son is still, his son actually got up, back, got up from the grave. And then, then he has the phone, and the son starts saying, I want to play. Me and mommy had an awful good time, <laughs> you know. So the father's going across the street. He has to fight his evil son now, one on one. He saw his wife dead, he saw his judge is dead, and he, he battled his son. Um, he killed his son with, with um, I guess, poison the needle, I guess. I don't know, he killed his son with something, something in the needle. And his son died, he decided to burn the house. He killed the cat too, by the way. And uh, once he burned, his burned the house down with his neighbor, he took his dead wife's body. And guess what, he haven't learned his lesson, lesson because Pacquiao the ghost appeared. And, you know, he was saying he's sorry, you know, he said don't do it, pretty much type of attitude. Father side, I mean, excuse me, now, I mean, the husband, he ain't a father, no, well, he still is a father. He has the daughter living with his wife's mom and dad, so the daughter's only survivor of this fucking family. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know it a little bit just now. But the father buried his wife, and then his wife came back from the grave. She all, her eyes, her blood all spitting out and shit. The husband's kissing his woman, and then the woman takes the knife from the table, and click! Credits roll up. You know, when you bury the dead, let them stay dead. You know, I mean. Anyway, all in all, this movie was enjoyable. It was really good. Great story. And anyway, peace, guys. See you later.